Hello, welcome to another episode of the Boink Radio Podcast here in the Boink Network Discord server. Today is October 21st, 2022. We got some news for you. We're going to catch you up on Hacktoberfest. Delta's probably got a drink. And I don't know. We'll see where this goes. I'm on hold. And I've been on hold for 20 minutes. I'm going to be on hold for another 60 minutes, I feel like. So, happy Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's Halloween over there soon, isn't it? Uh, Yes, next week. Nice, nice. Yeah, we're going to have Halloween too. Uh, But obviously, we don't celebrate it as much as you guys do over there. No, I won't be celebrating it this year either. I will be in Lisbon, Portugal, talking about Gridcoin and Boink and looking at a bunch of F projects. And file projects. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. I think there's two talks uh, related to Boink, maybe three, depending on how Matt talks about um, Charity Engine. But two to three talks about Boink in a distributed computing conference centered around blockchain technology and distributed technology. It's very cool. Awesome. Have you prepared your beverages? I have not prepared my beverages. Do you have any uh, uh, tips and tricks? Yeah, I need to hook you up. Um, there's a new uh, Fanta going around. Um, <laughs> Sounds and, uh, like a freaking pandemic. <laughs> yeah, there's a new Fanta going around. It's a, it's an epidemic. Um, and uh, I have it here today with me. It's a Fanta mystery flavor. No sugar. No sugar? No sugar. Honestly, I think they've ruined the taste with the no sugar because you can seriously taste the no sugar. I, I just, again, zero grams of sugar in your drink this morning. Zero grams because it has probably something else that, yeah, it has an artificial sweetener. Uh, still, this is the first time that has ever happened. <laughs> yeah, that means I won't be feeling sick after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. You did it. You made it. Thank you, everyone. Um, so, yeah, I have in front of me uh, Fanta, no sugar, uh, and it doesn't have a flavor on it. It just has a big question mark. And on the back, it says, can you solve the flavor mystery? Um, I have a feeling it might be a competition or it might not be a competition. I don't think it's a competition. Um, yeah, uh, it doesn't say anything other than that. It's just a mystery flavor. Um, I'm not even sure they can advertise it like this. Like, I'm pretty sure this is somewhat illegal. <laughs> um, they, they did a similar thing with Sour Patch Kids once where they had like a mystery flavor. And if you guessed it, you got $10,000 or something. And then I accidentally bought a bag of only the mystery flavor. And the flavor is not that good. And it was the most disappointing day of my life. Like, I've gone through some shit in my life. That day was the most disappointing day of my life. That's awful. Yeah, I know. I'm sad thinking about it. uh, I have this Fanta in front of me. It's a blue Fanta. Um, Typically, you'd usually see Fanta as orange, right? Um, Yeah. Sunkissed and and whatever. Um, Yeah, this one's one of the blue Fantas. And uh, when you smell it, it smells like gummy bears. Like it, it just straight up smells like gummy bears. Can you guess it's... gummy bear? Is it? Does it taste like cotton candy? Well, I'm about to give it another taste right now. Yes, please, please break it down. Don't forget to uh, smell the beverage first. Swirl it a little bit. 
Really make it flat. I have it shaken, not stirred. <laughs> um, Drink through your nose, not through your eyes. Yeah, so the the no sugar, the artificial sweeteners definitely overpower it. You only get a very small taste of the actual taste. It's really hard to describe. Um, Yeah, I, I, I can't exactly describe it. It just tastes like blue. <laughs> Sounds like they're doing the job over there. It, it's probably, it, it, I feel like it's got a very slight hint of blueberry. Like, if, if you've ever had blueberries before, um, they have this kind of like slightly sour sort of, well, blueberries are generally kind of sour, uh, at least well, the unripened ones. I'm going to stop you there. Every individual blueberry tastes different. It's a magical True, berry. yeah. And there are some that are sour, some that just taste like puke, and some that are super sweet. I don't know how to decide whether or not I like blueberries. I know I love good blueberries, (laughs) but is it worth buying blueberries if, like, 30% of them just taste like garbage in my mouth? Blueberry mystery flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, so, yeah, it's... It, it's it's okay. Like the the drink itself is okay. I'd say it probably it's blueberry flavor. Like judging by the color, yeah. But like in reality, they're probably like it's probably like I don't know, like titanium oxide flavor or some shit like that. Maybe it's supposed to taste like <laughs> sweet corn. Sweet corn Fanta. What's sweet corn? Corn, just corn, corn. Oh, just oh, just straight. Okay, just corn. All right. Like uh, no. With your mouth. <laughs> It's probably some like like chemical that they put in. Yeah, they have uh, they have flavor number three hundred and thirty and two hundred and ninety six. Are you telling me you're shocked that the good people over at Fanta aren't using the freshest ingredients for flavoring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all artificial. These are all chemicals, man. Of course it is. I, 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 even orange Fanta Delta. Okay, all right. Okay, it's time for you to grow up a little bit. Orange Fanta. <laughs> Doesn't have any oranges in it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shit. Why does it taste (laughs) like orange? (laughs) Is that worse than hearing about Santa? Yeah. Did you notice how I phrased that? Because I was scared that maybe you didn't know (laughs) about Santa. And then I'd have to cover and be like, no, he just hurt himself in a biking accident. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh I still have two more drinks left, so um two more mystery drinks. One of them is a part of the Pokemon series that happened Ooh. last last episode. And the other one is one that uh you'd probably even be surprised with. I I think I've been surprised by almost all of these. <laughs> okay, but it, this is water. like yeah, this is this is like a level above surprise. You're gonna be more than oh, surprised. Man. Can't wait. Well, it's gonna have to wait for a couple weeks. I will not be here next Friday or the Friday after. Damn, maybe I'll have to do a podcast. Yeah, I mean, feel free to do Project Brief, but I, I mean, I might try depending on what's going on. I might try to pop in from Lisbon and like say hello, but no promises. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Oh shit, this is the Boink podcast, right? Yep. <laughs> Let's talk about some Boink stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to start with the news? Yeah, yeah, we got two pieces of news here, and then Delta's going to talk about the hackathon. 
So WANless, or um, not just WANless, WANless has found a 12-digit factor of P2203, 378,712 times. That is it. Whoa! Yay! Uh, <laughs> coming, yeah. over to, uh, coming over to SR Base, there is a new app. They're uh, they are testing the LLR2 app from PrimeGrid, but without certs. Uh, it's available for Windows, Linux, and Mac. Uh, to get the work, you must enable, quote, run test applications in your preferences for the project. Uh, and for testing, we're crunching base RA8 250 to $300,000 uh, for double check for Serpinski Riesel base app. Um, Cool. So that's running. That started on October 16th. The latest update on this thread from October 18th. And it says, yep, no problem so far. Sweet. So congrats to SR Base on the new app. Yeah, um, it looks like they got it from Prime Good. Um, I wonder if it's more efficient or not than their current one. Oh, oh man. Robert Compton asks a very important question we forgot. What will, what will you rate this drink? Ah, okay. Um, I, I think it's a solid four. Like, it's all right. Um, it, Are we it on the ten pop. scale here? Yeah, out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just a four. It's 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 kind of disappointing, um, but it's it's not too bad. Like you can sip out. All right. And what would you rate SR Base's uh, Yoinking of Prime Grades app? Um, we're yet to see it, but I think it's about a 7 out of 10. <laughs> all right, all right. And what would you rate World Community Grid's successful running, but with uh, significant buggage? Uh, I rate it null pointer exception out of 10. <laughs> so the news there is World Community Grid is finally up and running, but there are, there's trouble downloading work units, and the website keeps going down, according to Robert Coplin here. Uh, and uh, Everett, you know what? Progress. Progress is progress. Testing on production. Yeah, it's, it's, you do it every day. Like, come on. <laughs> so tell us about Hackathon, Hacktober. Yeah, so um, probably a bit late now to tell people and call them to action to come and do uh, Hacktoberfest because it's almost over. Uh, but uh, yeah, for the Boink repository on GitHub, uh, Vitaly has uh, kindly tagged a number of issues for Hacktoberfest. If you don't know what Hacktoberfest is, it's basically for the entire month of October, sponsored by DigitalOcean and a number of other providers. They are sponsoring this event where you go into open source projects, whether they be your own or someone else's, and you make pull requests to that particular repository or any sort of open source um, code that has the is participating in Hacktoberfest. And in order to uh, look on the Boink repository to see which ones are Hacktoberfest uh, tasks, you can just go straight into the issues page on the Boink uh, source code on GitHub. 
and just punch in the Hacktoberfest tag. And there's uh, how many issues we got here? 17 issues that are currently open for Hacktoberfest. And basically what happens in Hacktoberfest, after you perform four valid pull requests, then what will happen is you will be able to order a t-shirt or plant a tree. So it's up to you whether you want to destroy the environment or help preserve it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a wild ride. Yeah, and Hacktoberfest is uh, usually what people do for Hacktoberfest and what a lot of my friends do to get the free t-shirt is they simply just have their own code that they work on and then they just label all of the issues on their repository with Hacktoberfest and then they just go through and PR a whole bunch of them. Uh, which I personally think is kind of cheating. I wouldn't call it cheating. It's just not how it's supposed to be done personally. And I'm doing it the true and the legit way, which is going onto a repository that you don't own and making pull requests to that. So for Hacktoberfest this year, I've been working on the Boink Android app and I'm, I've been fixing some issues with the Boink Android app. Uh, I've listed myself on probably about four issues, and I've got one pull request so far, and I need three more. And uh, doing actual mobile development for Boink is kind of interesting, because uh, I did mobile development in university, and I know a little bit about mobile development, especially on Android. And developing for it for Boink is actually a really interesting experience. I'm learning a little bit extra than what I did at university, uh, namely because uh, we uh, used Java at university, whereas in the Boink code, a lot of it is Kotlin, which is a different language that's used for mobile development. And there's plenty of issues up here, and a lot of them are newbie tasks. So if you're new to contributing to open source software, but you do have some software skills, you can literally take up some of these newbie tasks. They won't even take that, uh, that long. Um, and they're very easy to get started on too. And trust me, getting started on it is the hardest part. Finishing it is the easier part because once you get that first pull request done, you get like this rush of adrenaline and drive to fix all of the issues in this source code because there are so many of them. <laughs> and you just want to keep going and going and going. Like right now, on my mind, Vitaly has been angrily yelling at me. He's not actually angry. Um, <laughs> he's, he's been yelling at me to fix some of the small issues that my IDE, uh, the thing that's used to program the software, has done to, this, to the source code. Uh, and he just needs me to fix up a whole bunch of just really small things that, like comments that have been removed and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm as soon as I finish this podcast, I'm going to go and eagerly uh, finish off that pull request and make him very happy. But yeah, uh, Hacktoberfest is pretty cool. Uh, you very guys cool. can check it out, especially next year. Uh, anyone have any questions about Hacktoberfest? Dream yourself, Jeringo. Uh, I have got nothing. Well, um, I actually, one thing that I've heard being brought up a couple times is, and the reason why some projects are a bit hesitant to uh, sign up to Hacktoberfest is because generally it gets a lot of spam pull requests. Uh, 
So basically, in order to get a free T-shirt, you just basically send up a pull request that has maybe very minor changes or like no changes at all in order to try and trick the algorithm into saying, oh, yeah, this is a valid pull request. And uh, it angers the maintainers of the project because you get all these people who are producing very low quality code just to get a free T-shirt. And or uh, I don't think, yeah, all, all planetary, all, all planetary, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but we all know which one is more important, right? <laughs> but yeah, so the uh, Hacktoberfest is a bit controversial because some maintainers don't like it because of that fact, which is that people will put up just spam pull requests. Hack, uh, the DigitalOcean and people that maintain the project say that they do look through them to see whether they are spam or not. Um, so I don't know how well that works. According to what I've seen on the Boink uh, repository, there hasn't been that much spam. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure that there's been no spam at all. Uh, like, just checking the closed pull requests. Um, yeah, like, there, there's there's been none here, which which are spam. Like, there's there's a lot here which are actually Hacktoberfest accepted. Like, there's been a lot of pull requests that have resulted from Hacktoberfest, which is really, really good to see. And they're all merged into, into Master. So, um, yeah, this is really, really promising to see. It is very cool. Are there, like, new uh, people contributing? Or is it the same folks who contribute outside of Hacktoberfest? I'm not too sure because I haven't been following it that closely. But uh, it looks like there are a couple new faces, maybe. I'm just taking a quick, quick look at the moment. Uh, one of them has been doing a lot of stuff for a while. Wait, uh, hold on. Yeah, pro, uh, pro, a couple new people, I think. It's not, like, significant amounts of people, I think. Uh, but it's definitely motivated me to work on the software because I have no incentive, really, to work on open source software because I'd much rather be working on my own software as, along with um, my work that I have to do. So um, a lot of my time is spent on that. But it is really fun to work on someone else's project, especially a big project like Boink. And I really wish that there were more opportunities and incentives for going out and programming this stuff because I enjoy it. And it feels good to come into a code base that you've never, ever, ever seen before. You have vague knowledge about this, this, the programming language behind it, and you've used it before, and you know how the programming language works. But you got to learn how the code base works. and once you understand the code base, you gain that skill, and then it's just basically like dominoes. It's like a it's like a snowball effect. You get to understand everything, and then you get to work on bigger and bigger issues. And a lot That's of the issues cool. are not as hard as you think. What sort of incentives would make you want to do it more for different projects? T-shirts. Uh, sorry, or, or trees. Trees, yeah. <laughs> is it really that simple? Um, Just yeah, like kinda. a little token? 
Yeah, even actually like maybe even a, like a badge of some sort, like an NFT, um, perhaps. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. I know a lot of people who would be, um, but uh, like even like as hacked overfest goes, you can plant a tree if you get four pull requests. I think if companies literally just did that, like indefinitely, like said, oh yeah, if you do sign sign up to this um, thing with your GitHub and we'll track your pull requests. Every fourth pull request you make, we'll plant a tree. I think that's enough of an incentive for me to do some open source software every now and then. And it's great too, because you can just like put it on your resume. You probably have a profile that says, oh, you've done enough pull requests to plant uh, 50 trees or something like that. And because it's a non-monetary and it's a non-material reward, Basically, like it'll cut out most of the spam because like people are only going to do it because they want to support planting trees and supporting the environment. So rather than getting a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that? I mean, I like it. I like the idea of little incentives uh, to get people to do stuff. I like that it generally works. Of course, you're going to get spammers whenever you put incentives behind something. It's like it still blows my mind that people cheat at Boink to get fake points. God, mm-hmm. What are you doing? Sorry, I just caught my dog drinking out of the toilet for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> She's so embarrassed. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, it still blows my mind that people cheat at Boink. But it also, not really. Like, you put points on something, people are going to figure out how to get the points. Number go up. Me want big number. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, it, it, as I said, it's not exactly with Hacktoberfest, putting up spam PRs is not exactly cheating, but um it's just annoying and i think just having an incentive that's non-material so like something that's not that valuable monetarily is probably a better idea like as as in planting a tree i'm sure that'll encourage um people generally to do stuff um yeah it's an idea to those big companies out there that want to support uh open source software that's something you can do Yeah. All right, shall we wrap it up? I guess so. Uh, still on hold. Let's see if I can get you an update here on the time. 49 minutes, 55 seconds. <laughs> Talk about customer servers. <laughs> It's closed off. All right. Well, folks, we'll be back. Ne- well, we won't. Delta, are you going to do anything over the next two weeks? Um, maybe in two weeks. Uh, that way we can have some content. I'll, I'll be back in two weeks with a project brief. Okay. So come back, folks, in two weeks. That's going to be Friday, November 4th, 5 p.m. Eastern here on the Boink Network Discord server. Till then, toodles.
See ya.